Hello, 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 and thank you again for tuning into this podcast. It is your girl, none other, Monique Allen, and I am back again with another podcast. Hey, hey, hey. I am doing well. I'm praying you guys are doing well. Um, I miss you guys dearly. Um, I love that the viewers are still here holding on tight and strong with me as I go through my journey in life. So as we know, life has its ups, life has its downs. According to Ecclesiastes, nothing is new under the sun. So I just want to tell you guys, I am proud of you. No matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, no matter what you may think this is, it's all going to work out for your good. So today's topic I want to talk about is isolation. And I feel like a lot of people don't talk about isolation or sometimes we feel like isolation is something that the world has done or the circumstance has done or um, what people or relationships have done. But what if I can change your perspective that what if God put you in isolation? And what I mean by isolation is where you go into a season where God wants it to just be you and him alone. And you can be married and this can happen for you. And you can be single and this happens for you. And what it is that God is doing is he's trying to steal you away from the world. Because as we know that the Bible says in Romans 12 and 2, to be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your minds that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect to the will of God, right? So sometimes we can get so caught up in these worldly things that we lose sight of what God is trying to do in our lives. So as we know, we are here on purpose for a purpose. God has us here with a plan. God has us here to fulfill his plan And God has us here for the promises to be fulfilled over our lives using his kingdom methods, right? But some of us did not grow up like that. Some of us grew up with um, believing that you grew up to just go to school, right? Get you a um, degree. And after you get a degree, go about your life and live your best life the best way that you know how. That is not correct. You can do those things, but that's not why you're here. So God brought you here for a purpose to bring his kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. You have a gift. You have been chosen. You have been picked. And God has assigned you and appointed you for his kingdom to be ruled here on earth. He wants you to have dominion over everything, over the animals, over everything and he wants you to live your life and have it more abundantly he also wants you to be fruitful and multiply that's mean that means children (laughs) so get you a mate that you can enjoy life with so you're not alone in this like in this world um and that's what god wants you to do is just fulfill the earth and do it in his will but as we know we have not done that (laughs) we have a straight away We have gotten too caught up in working. We have gotten too caught up in trying to figure out this world. We have gotten too caught up with just, just, just 
dumping all of these worldly things on our lives that sometimes God has to steal you away from the world for a little bit and put you in this isolation stage. So in the isolation, it feels lonely. It feels like no one understands you. It feels like, why am I here? (laughs) And it makes you want to question so many things. If this is how you're feeling right now, it's God's doing. God wants you to be in isolation because you've been so caught up in this world that you're not tuning his and you're not tuning your ear to his word. So you're grafted into the world and you're not tuning your ear into his word. So the only way he can do that is he puts you in isolation. So what are the things? Why has God put me here? He wants to continue to fulfill his plan in your life. He's called you. He's picked your name. You. I want you to do my work and I want you to do it well but I can't give you the job I can't give you the work because you're so caught up with worldly work worldly things worldly desires worldly just worldly stuff and he told us in Romans 12 to be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by constantly renewing your mind how do you renew your mind in the word of God So do you even believe in the word of God to do what it needs to do to bring you to where you need to be? And sometimes we don't realize that being in God, the desires that you want in life, it's in God. (laughs) And you've been running around this world like a chicken with his head cut off, trying to figure out your way when God is like, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life, come over here so I can teach you how to get there without you having to work overtime or cost yourself more money in school when I got another way to get you over here. Amen. So um, isolation. Um, When you're in isolation, he wants you to totally submit to him. He wants you to totally think on him. And sometimes those friends that you had, they cannot go in isolation with you because it's isolation. It's between you and God. So you may be talking to your friends that are worldly and be like, Girl, I'm going. I'm going through this. I'm going through that, and I da 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 da. And they're like, girls, only because da 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 da. Or sometimes you may be up in the middle of the night because you don't have a busy day. That God's starting to have you up in the middle of the night to get your undivided attention. So he wants you up either journaling. He wants you up either praying. He wants you up to just spend more time with him because that's the only time he can get with you when you're in that restful, peaceful state that he can wake you up when nobody's around, everybody's sleep, and you can actually hear from him. And he's up talking to you, trying to commune with you. And you keep saying, I can't sleep when it's God knocking at your door saying, it's me. Let me in. I want to talk to you about some stuff. I want you to get a journal and write some things down because I got something to say to you. But then you go to your worldly friends and, and you tell your worldly friends and they go, girl, just take you a, um, a sleeping pill, girl. Go get you a Benadryl and knock yourself out, girl, because you don't want to be so crabby during the day when God is like, I didn't appoint you to do that. That's me waking you up. Right. So I just wanted to to kind of like break some of these things down on maybe this is you. Maybe you're going through some things in your life that you're wondering what is going on. When it's really just God knocking at your door. When it's really God trying to get your undivided attention. When it's really God trying to let you know, hey, it's me. I can remember a season in my life where the Lord allowed, told me to stop working. And when I stopped working, 
I'm thinking that I'm going to work at my own business. And that is not what God was doing. He wanted me to go in isolation because I was too busy, caught up in work. I was dependent on my job that if I didn't go to work, I wasn't going to eat. Because that's what the Bible says, right? A man don't work, don't eat. So I'm, you know, but some seasons God says, I want to provide. My name is Jehovah Jireh. Jireh means the Lord will provide. So sometimes in some seasons, he wants to provide for you while you're in isolation season. So if you're that person that's in isolation, your finances is going crazy. You don't understand what's going on in life. The enemy is trying to tell you you got depression. The enemy is trying to tell you that you're losing your mind. The enemy is trying to tell you that um, there's no way out. The enemy is trying to tell you that um, you're not meant to be here. All of those things are enemy tactics when you're isolation. So when when you're in isolation, you have to protect your mind because it's literally going to flow. Whatever you even even when you watch on TV, you can't even watch things on TV when you're isolation season. You can't because it, it could be something that you always wanted to do. And your mind will be like, well, this is what you should be doing right now. And God is like, come on back. You're going to get there. <laughs> and then you want to cry and have pity for yourself because you're in isolation season. And isolation season just means between once again, you and God. So. You're going to get those things, but you have to wait. So to protect your mind from driving and running into that brick wall every time because you're having a moment, you got to protect yourself. And that's even from social media, too. You seeing everything they doing on social media when half of them are lying and on their way to the verge of either divorce, um, evictions, all because they're trying to prove themselves on social media. And believe it or not, a lot of people that you're following on social media, they're getting paid to do these things. I know a few um, content creators that are getting paid to perform in a way that keeps their industry, which is whatever social media platform you're on, going and flowing. And we're following these people as if this is their life. When no, they're just giving you moments of them, not their life. They're giving you the moments of them. So then we go off and we get into our minds once again and get corrupted and say things like, well, I should be here and they should, I should be doing this and I should be doing that when those are moments that you're capturing. So you have to even get out of the social media platform if you're in this season because it's going to mess you up and you're going to keep going back to God, crying on your knees, asking God, why am I here when God is like, I have you here for my purpose. I'm trying to teach you something. So it's like this. You're in a classroom and God is being a teacher and he's showing you things on the board on how to get your life together, the things you got to do, um, how you should stay renewed in your mind by just reading his word. And then out of nowhere, somebody texts your phone while you're in the midst of being in class. So you grab your phone and they're like, girl, we having a get together this weekend. Is you coming? And you all in your phone and it's like. God is like, <clears throat> excuse me, pay attention. And you're like, come on, God, I'm trying to. But God is like, no. And this season, you're not doing none of that. And it's not because he's being a mean God. It's not because he's being a horrible, a horrible God. He's doing it because some seasons you have to steal away. You being so you being too conformed into this world. 
when he tells you that Satan is the God of this world. Everything is not for you. So you got to stay in the will of God. It, it causes isolation. It causes you to be separated. It causes for you to be different in some seasons. And it's okay because you're not going to always be in that isolation season. But when you come out, <laughs> just know those desires that you once had, you're not going to have them anymore because you're going to be almost like purified as gold. Those desires that you once thought God is going to clean all that up. You're not going to have that desire no more because majority of the desires that you have are worldly. Majority of the desires that you want are selfish majority of the desires that you want are not even of God so sometimes God gotta snatch you up out this world for a second because you got too conformed and he has to just renew your mind back to I called you I called you I've given you power I've given you a gift you're not even operating in your gift what if you had the gift of healing what if you had the gift to prophesy what if you had the gift to have knowledge? What if you had the gift of wisdom for somebody? You can't move in these things until you stay in the word of God. Until you constantly renew your mind. Amen. So I want to talk about the opponent, the opponent, which is the enemy when you're in isolation. Um, God will have you in this season where, you know, you're isolated. It's between you and him. He's excited to be with you. And, you know, you may not be excited to be with him because you feel like God put you in a place that you are uncomfortable. But your uncomfortability is going to push forth something that you never imagined. Um, but the enemy will come in and try to mix some truths with his lie to make you think that you're doomed. To make you think that there's no way out. To make you think you have depression. To make you think you're schizophrenic. To make you think you're bipolar. To make you think all of these things. When God is like, I don't have you here for none of those things. So I want to encourage you as your sister. When you're in isolation and God has you still in a way by yourself. And it's just you and him. And it feels like you're in that lonely walk. This is the best time of your life. Because you're getting ready to come out to be something that you've never imagined. You're getting ready to come out with so much boldness, so much power that some of the things that you struggle with, you're not even going to have to struggle no more because you went away and spent time with the Lord. You went away and you spent time with the Lord. And it didn't come easy, but it was worth it. It was worth it. So your opponent, the enemy, is going to always try to creep things when you least expect it. That's why you got to guard your heart. The Bible says, because it flows the issues of life. And you got to renew your mind, like Romans 12 and 2 say, because it's going to make you want to become worldly and think worldly. The world will say you're sad. The world will say it's not fair. But in the spirit, you're saying, thank you, Lord. In the spirit, you're saying, thank you for snatching me up. In the spirit, you're saying, wow, I'm about to become something big. In the spirit, you're saying, I know you have me in this isolation season because I know that whatever I once struggled with before, I am not going to struggle with no more. So I'm excited. So I ask you, what are you going to lean your ear to? The spirit that tells you what's getting ready to take place over your life or the enemy telling you all of these things that sound like truth, but it's really a trap for the lies because he's the father of lies. Which one are you going to listen to? Who are you going to tune your ear to? 
So in, in, in a season of isolation, you have to guard your ears, guard your eyes, and protect your heart. I mean, the enemy is going to throw so much at you to make you think like you are crazy. And God is like, nope, it's just me and you. <laughs> we just hanging out. And I got you away from the world for a little bit. That's it. So I just wanted to encourage you today to just let you know that if you're in this season where you feel like you're not heard, every time you talk about something, it's like they people don't understand you. Or if you feel like you, you're in a situation that is, it almost feels like it's so bad. But God is like, no, it's not bad. It's just me kicking it with you. And I know if I put you this far down, then you will submit to me. Because if you're high and lifted up, you won't pay me no attention. So I got to put you on isolation season where you got to totally depend on me. And that's what God wants us to do every day, not just an isolation season. But he wants you to totally surrender to him every day. Start waking up. I challenge you. Start waking up every day and say, God, I gave you another yes. And your yes is not just saying yes. Your yes is total surrenderance to God. And if you don't know what that looks like, Google how to surrender to God. Google all of those things that you're struggling with so you can got something to stand on. My one friend in the beginning of our walk with Christ, um, we was learning the word of God and we were trying to find, we call those heavy hitters and heavy hitters is like those strong scriptures that hit your soul. You were like, oh, I need this. And you recite them all day because you're keep, you're renewing your mind like Romans 12 said, right? You're renewing your mind. Every time a bad thought want to come in, ah, what Romans 12 and 2 say, you know what I'm saying? That's what you call heavy hitters because the word of God is, is quick and it's sharp and it's, it's, it's powerful when you use it the right way. Um, so we were writing the scriptures down and we would, she would either put them in her shoe, she'll put them in her bra, she'll put them in her purse. And every time a thought would come in her mind, she'd be like, mm-mm. She'll go on her, her shoe, pull it out. The scripture said that, da, da, da. so I believe that your word says in Romans, because we're talking about it, Romans 12 and 2. If you said to be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, I'm going to do that. I'm going to renew my mind. I can't think like that. The enemy wants me to think all crazy. I can't think like this because your word said to think on these things that are true, that are honorable, that are pure, that are just, that are worthy. So I can't think about those things right there. Those things right there. I can't think about that because it'll steer me away from why I'm in isolation season. So get you some heavy hitters in the word of God. Go in the Holy Bible. Download that app. Get you some heavy hitters. You Google the scriptures on strength. You Google the scriptures on obedience. And when you pull them up, go to your Bible and put them in. Write them down on your sticky notes and put them on your wall. So every time you feel discouraged in your season, you start reading on them. But God said, and that's power when you believe. You cannot speak something if you don't believe. You got to believe. You got to have faith. You can't just see the Bible as a regular book or a history book. You got to know that you know that you know that you know that you know that this word is powerful and that it's quicker than any two-edged sword and that it's going to literally 
get you to where you got to go. It's your lifeline. The Bible is your lifeline. So get you them sticky notes. Find you some heavy hitters is what I call them. And you write them scriptures down. And when you write those scriptures down, you recite them back to renewing your mind. Don't recite them to be deep. Recite them because you need it for your life to live. Recite it because you need it to understand who you are in God's kingdom. You cannot know who you are in God's kingdom unless you know his word. You got to know his word. You don't got to be a theologian to know the whole word, but you have to know enough to stand on. Life is going to throw its punches. Life is going to make you think their way. Life is going to make you believe this is the way. When obvious and it's obvious that God said that I am the way. So you realize and there's two different situations going on. The Lord is telling you don't be of this world and to serve him. So it lets you know that even while you're living in this world, you still can't pick up its things. You can't pick up its, you can't even watch everything because your eye gates to start thinking that, well, it's okay because I watch it so much. But is it really okay in his word? If it's not okay in his word, then it's not okay for you to watch. Understanding that when you're talking about a spiritual God, you have the enemy who wants to be a spirit too. He got his imps. He got his people. He got his witches and warlocks and demons and astrologies. You don't even realize using these zodiac signs, that's that's all those are negative demonic spirits that you're entering yourself into and you're conforming yourself to. There's that word again, conforming. Romans 12 and 2. You're not a God doesn't God does not call you a Pisces. <laughs> he calls you a royal priesthood. God doesn't call you a Scorpio. He calls you a peculiar people. God doesn't call you a Taurus because he calls you the head and not the tail. God does not call you a Aquarius. And then when you, when you, I'm going to tell you what this happens. When you believe all of these characteristics of what it is, you're going to live off of that right there. And then you're going to bring forth power in that because that's what you believe. So whatever you believe, that's what's going to manifest. And that actually limits you on what God said you are. So if you're believing in this zodiac sign, when God is calling you higher and deeper and way more than that right there, you limited yourself. That's not who you are. So now every time you read it, it sounds like, yeah, that's me because you believe in it. So now it's going to keep manifesting itself. Everything is spiritual. It's spiritual. So I challenge you, come back to the Lord. Read what his word says. So you do not be conformed to this world. And you will understand your isolation season a lot more better. Because you will see that he just got you stealing away from this world. This world is a little bit too much. I want you to be at peace. The Bible says, for those that keep their eyes stayed on me, I will keep them in perfect peace. Perfect peace. If you're in fear of things and you don't realize I'm so I'm just scared. The Bible says I didn't even give you the spirit of fear. 
I've given you power, love, and a sound mind. Fear only comes from the enemy. So what door do you have open that the enemy is coming in to bring forth fear? Is it the worldly stuff? The pandemic? God has power over that too. So if you're his child, you don't have to worry about those things. He said, don't worry about your life. And when you don't worry about your life, it's because he has full reign over it. That's the only reason why he says, don't worry about it. But if you're worrying about your life, it's because you still want control. And that's probably why you're in isolation season. Because he wants you to release your hand and let him have full control of your life. He loves you. He's crazy about you. And he don't want you to get so caught up in this world that you lose your mind. He don't want you losing your mind. You don't have to lose your mind. You don't have to always carry anxiety. You don't have to carry depression. You don't have to carry bipolar depression. You don't have to carry anything. If you keep seeking God and his kingdom, all of those things will start falling off. And you're going to be like, I used to, I forgot, I did used to struggle with anxiety. Every little thing used to, but since I've been in you, God, I I don't even remember the last time I had that. That's crazy. That's how it'll be. Because you serve a God that is so big that sickness and diseases cannot stand. <laughs> so if you stay in the presence and don't fulfill your flesh, all that stuff that you was carrying and worrying about, it'll just shed off. And then you'll start looking at the doctors funny like, dang, I really didn't really, I never had this. I just believed it in my mind. That's why he says to renew your mind. You got to renew your mind daily. Because that thing will drive you. So in this season, I challenge you to strengthen your mind up. Stop entertaining every little thing that you see. If TV news is not for you, turn the news off. Just ask God to give you strength. The weather channel, the weather app is on your phone. Don't say, I watch it because I have to get to the weather channel. Okay, well, download the app. And look at the weather on your app, on your phone. And if you have an iPhone, the weather app is already on your phone. So you ain't even got no excuse to watch the news. Get to the root of what's causing you to have anxiety. What's causing you to be depressed. Are you constantly overthinking things that you are not? And God is saying, I'm calling you here because this is who you are. It's a strong mindset. It's a stronghold that we picked up from this world. That's why God said to not be conformed to this world. If you be conformed, you're going to pick up anxiety. If you be conformed, you're going to pick up depression, stress, worry, fear, anxiousness. All its stuff is worldly. But when you're in God, he said, I'll keep you in perfect peace. If you keep your eyes stayed on me. Y'all got peace. I'm telling you what I know. I'm not saying I don't have bad days. I'm not going to sit here and say, no, you're going to have days because you ain't exempt. He ain't raising spoiled brats. He's raising soldiers in the army of the Lord. But even in the midst of those storms, he, you can still have peace because he'll show you how to have peace. So you even have peace in storms and you have peace when it's good. <laughs> That's a blessing. There's things that I'm waiting on God to do right now in my life. And I got peace while I wait. Because I keep reminding myself 
the word of God and what his word said. And if his word said it, tell him what his word said. Lord, you said he loves that. (laughs) He loves that. You struggling in your finances? Lord, you said, for I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg for bread. So I thank you in advance that you're getting ready to line these finances up where I'm not going to have no lack in the name of Jesus. That's what you're saying. You say, tell him what his words say. Don't run your mouth because our mouth says, he tell us, let your words be few because we, we don't got power in our words. It's his word that has power. Amen. So I want to just encourage you today that isolation is one of the most greatest things you can go through because it's going to push for something out of you that you've never seen and never experienced. So I encourage you, do not see this as um, God is tormenting you or doing anything crazy because that'll be the enemy trying to corrupt your mind and think one way when God is trying to do something totally different. God is trying to call you, cause you to be higher. God is trying to fulfill you into a way that you've never experienced so it requires you to be right where you are to experience where he's trying to take you thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven and he needs a body he needs a body and he's calling you amen so father god in the name of jesus i want to just say thank you lord god for this day Thank you, Lord God, that my brother and sister has a new understanding, a new perspective to things. And now may your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven in their lives. May your light shine so bright before them. May the peace of God that surpasses all understanding cover them, rest, rule, and abide over them. May they continue to have an obedience to want to serve you. I pray that you give them an obedience to want to serve you like never before. That there will be no lack in their life because of them that continues to seek you. You said that if we seek you first, the kingdom of God and all of your righteousness, that all of those things will be added unto us. So thank you, Lord God, that as we continue to seek you, all of those things will be added and there will be no lack in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that anything that my brother and sister that is listening is struggling with, may you continue to just cover them and show them the way because you are the way. Show them the truth of why they're in this season and show them that they still have life in their bodies because you allow them to see another day which shows that they still have purpose here on this earth. So don't allow their minds Don't allow nothing to try to corrupt them. Any strongholds, any spiritual wickedness to high places that try to overcrowd their mind to make them think one way when you're doing another, God. Continue to lead them to the path of righteousness sake, oh God, because it's peaceful here. In the name of Jesus, I speak strength, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you will continue to do a new thing in them, that anything that they're in need of, you're going to supply according to your riches and glory, because that's what you said in your word. So I thank you for their life. I thank you for the testimonies because you said that we are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimonies. So thank you for their testimonies to come. Thank you that Lord God that you've given them a new perspective. And thank you, Lord God, that now things are getting ready to take place over their life, that they're getting ready to see a new change. They're getting ready to be a new creature. You said, behold, old things are passed away and behold, all things are now becoming new. So thank you for their life, that they're a new creature 
that you're getting ready to do new things in their life and that the best is yet to come in Jesus mighty name we pray amen and amen I love y'all so much keep your head up and know that God is for you and God loves you and anything that is outside of that it don't matter amen if you are seeking any relationship advice any um parental um uh advice as a parent i am a certified life coach and i specialize in relationships and parents um you know a better relationship with with your child and your as a parent um go on um new life new you atl.com and i would love to assist you i would love to pour into you i would love to lead you guide you pray with you i am a spiritual life coach i'm not one of them life coaches that's going to tickle your ear and give you a little itch because the world is dying why we got people out here trying to be just motivational speakers no i'm a spiritual life coach and i come in the name of jesus so if you are someone that is not afraid to hear about jesus pertaining to your relationships, your marriage, or even you trying to be a wife or a husband to be, um, go onto my website at newlifenewyouatl.com and book you a consultation. If you are not familiar with anything, I have free consultations where we can call and talk and I can see if you are a good fit for me and I'm a good fit for you. And as you, um, as we talk, it's a free 30-minute conversation. So give it all you got. Allow yourself to be filled in the spirit and allow God to do a new thing in you. So book your consultation if that is you. That You don't have to struggle in your relationship alone. That's what we're here for. You don't have to struggle in parenting alone. That's what we're here for. New life, new you, ATL.com. All right, guys, love you so much, and I'll see you next week. Bye.